This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. Wow, isn't it so beautiful to be back this very day? It's such a beautiful day outside today. Hello, hello, hello. It's that time of the day. It is Show Me where we say it's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. If you are joining us on Radio K Pulpit for the first time today, oh, welcome. It is good to have you today. Join us and join us every week on Tuesday this time. And this is a program that focuses on spreading the spirit of Ubuntu the spirit of togetherness, the spirit of unity, but we've upgraded to the spirit of oneness. As we'd like to open today with the word of the Lord in John 17, and it says, Father, may they be in us just as you are in me and I am in you. May they be one so that the world will believe that you have sent me. Hallelujah. It is beautiful to be here in studio today. We have our very special guest today, Vanda Bam. <laughs> that was actually a very good, um, I would say, a very good minister of the gospel through action. <laughs> you know, when you talk about those people who act the word, wow, that I can say I have witnessed this. My, I have witnessed this did myself. It is such a privilege to be talking to you today. And guess what's our topic today? We're talking reconciliation in society in general. And we're focusing on two key points and principles which are relating restoring truth telling acknowledging we'll see about that one yeah so we are jam-packed and just looking forward to just sharing and being honest and growing uh, together and as we always say we are not coming from a point of being gurus in anything but we are constantly evolving somebody once said to me we are under construction. <laughs> so as we continue to build together, to learn from each other, to even learn from our mistakes and just share, um, honestly, as we grow, because we grow from our experiences. So we're just so excited uh, to do that today. And join us also in prayer. We always say here on the program, we are not done until we have prayed. The program is rooted, inspired, and is holding um, it's a root on prayer. So we will do just that. So that's why if you have a prayer um, and need, especially with relation to what we are talking about uh, today, also free, free to join us right here on Radio Cape Pulpit. So it is beautiful to be with you. So we're looking forward to just chatting to Vanderbam. Contact us right there on 081-729-1657. That is our WhatsApp line. 081-729-1657. Just WhatsApp us a comment, contribution, a question, or even a prayer. And if it's easier for you to SMS, 379 379- 
0818-379-8388. But yes, let's just get some music and get the blood flowing and the juices flowing right there with Ronelle Roberts. And she says, the greatest reward. Enjoy. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. As they say, local is liquor. That is a beautiful voice, beautiful voice by Ronel Roberts. And we did promise. Vuyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. We promised that we will be back after this with Van der Baum, who is the project, uh, programs manager right here at Radio Kepupit. As we just shared today about reconciliation, just touching on the principles really of what builds um, a society, those principles that we follow to build a sense of belonging, of dignity and of respect. But before, yes, I'll just ask Vanda to just say hello to you at home. Hi, good morning, uh, for your cause. Shall I say good afternoon and good afternoon to everyone listening this morning, this afternoon? Wow, it's just so beautiful to have you here, Vanda. I must say, I know I'm going to embarrass you, but yo, yeah. Vanda, uh, what I've seen, I mean, I've, I've observed you, we've worked here um, together, and it's just in a world um, that is so fake these days and in a world where we say one thing and do another, and it's just, um, I must just commend you of your just your leadership uh, 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 your leadership power because you speak so much without speaking so much <laughs> yeah thank <laughs> you, you. Know what I mean? and we truly appreciate you right mm, here i'm really uh, humbled i uh, must be honest sometimes we don't <laughs> you we don't, don't feel it you no, don't see no, no, no. <laughs> but um they always say i think is it maria mm. angelo actually who has that um who the quotation that has that says something about um, uh, people may forget uh, what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. feel. That's right. It's some uh, some that's just coming to mind. I think it may not necessarily be in your conscience or whatever, but it's just how you have left mm. others feel. We let's touch on relating while we are on these principles of reconciliation and building the spirit of oneness. We. Uh, what does this mean to you? Uh, just the creating the safe space and dignified, respectful environment. Vuyukazi, uh, when I looked at uh, the topic that you are sharing today and dealing with, um, I thought, my goodness, this is like this is like the red carpet, um, but the wrong one, leading you right into. Uh, into a place where it can either become very uh, unsafe mm. or it can be a place of truth, uh, which means that we've got so much freedom wow. when we base whatever we say on the word. Mm. And mm. personally, I think, um, you know, when we get to, when it comes to relating, working together, creating a safe, dignified and respectful work environment, mm. all of that just speaks of, of freedom and creativity and the space that we operate in when you're in the arts or whether you're in the media or wherever you are where you have to you have to lean a lot on creative juices flowing mm. you have to relate to people and people need to see your brokenness they need to see who you really are yo what's and, that um, when people see your brokenness yes <laughs> yes because that is what, what makes us people who can sit around a table and acknowledge mm. that we're not perfect and that you might have 
a better idea that will serve the company better mm. than my idea. And sometimes we also sure. feel threatened. We feel, mm. um, you know, that we're in a position where we need to be the boss. And mm. that's something that I have to battle with every single day because yeah. there are times when you don't understand why people are not doing what you told them to do and you forget it's about relationship. You forget that mm. those are humans with equally the same amount of brokenness. They might be going through a very difficult time in their lives and um, it's not a, according to your measurements. Mm. It's according to what they're going through. You know, sure. I, I sometimes say for me to lose a house Having, having or lose four houses, being used to having four houses and living a different lifestyle, as opposed to somebody else losing the one house that they have, doesn't mean to say that the, the loss of one house is worse than me losing my four houses. Yeah, and the wow. reason why I say that is because difficulty is difficulty. It doesn't depend on who the person is going Can't through wait. it. And I think when you look at that um, in the workplace, you have to have respect for each other's difficulties. You cannot assume that my, the problem I've done that, that I'm... Before. I've been through that and this is how I dealt with exactly. it. Exactly. So move yeah. on. <laughs> exactly. And also not to compare. It's, it's so important to sure. not compare people with each other. That's powerful. But to, um, to embrace the fact that we're all different and the contribution that we bring to the table is different. It's not mm. better or it's um, of a lesser quality. What we bring to the table is is what we have, and it's the best of what we have. Mm. What you are saying is just uh, reminding me of how sometimes you, um, when somebody's going through something and I'm saying, okay, I'm challenged here because I'm going through this, and you're like, I've been through that before. And, oh, I can imagine how that feels like. I, oh, I know what you mean. Mm. Hey, one thing I'm I'm seeing, Rwanda, as I grow, you don't know until yeah. you have been there. Mm. It may have been a similar mm. situation, but even though it may be the same thing, but it is not mm. in the same circumstances. Yes. So you're, you 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 are challenging us there. So what is the best thing to nurture and to to to, to create this environment where you can uh, relate effectively? What, what do you think are the, are the um, maybe to challenge you, what's been one of the biggest takeouts for you in your 25 years in the industry? And uh, when it comes to when you're re mm. relating to people just in general, what mm. are just your top two takeouts in these 25 years? I think in terms of, of different places where I worked, um, I started off working in the, in the uh, wages and salary uh, department of a business uh, where there's nothing of Jesus. It was a German company. I'm not saying they don't have anything of Jesus. I'm just saying it was a hardcore corporate environment. And as a young girl, I was exposed to, um, you know, the anger of the factory workers. I was exposed mm. to the antagonism of those days mm. that we used to have in the workplace. Um, and obviously the division that we experienced at that time still. Mm. And, uh, you know, it was for me having to go through that as a young girl was difficult because I couldn't understand the anger and where it was coming from. Yeah. Later years, uh, we were in ministry full time. And then after that, uh, obviously back to a corporate environment, um, then back again to church where I dealt with um, the arts department. We were about 100 members of the arts department, which was the praise and worship. Um, it was uh, the the uh, dancing, it was uh, painting, everything. I've, I've had all these creative spirits around me. And then I went back to radio again, 
to the media world. And mm. I think the biggest challenge in all of that was my own thinking and my own worldview, my own perspective. I was continuously confronted with how I perceive life and how I see people fit into that life and where do I fit in and to mm. find myself always wanting to lead and not to follow. And I think that was one of my biggest challenges and still till this day, I feel I know what the right mm. way is. And sometimes I need to learn how to follow because mm. you can never lead if, you have, if you've never been a follower. Mm. And sometimes you would find that somebody in a, in a very junior position would be your mentor in terms of your leadership, of yeah. the fact that you might, be, you might be the one who's leading too much and you should have been following long ago. Mm. I must say, Vyakazi, that I learned from you. We had a training session here once when you only started here at the, um, at the uh, radio station. Mm. Um, and you sat in that meeting and I want to use your words. You said, sometimes I know how to be the student and somebody else be the teacher. And right there is a, is a classic example of learning from somebody that I don't even know well. Mm. We just engaged in the conversation. Mm. Uh, you were a newcomer. I don't really know you all that well. We just had the interview and that's it. Mm. And there I was. You were the teacher and I was the student, no matter what the position in the company is. And we should have more of yeah. that in um, our different okay. companies. That's yeah. so powerful. Yo, that's so powerful, Randa. If you've just joined us, you are listening to Radio Cape Pulpit right here on 79 AM, and we are thanking you for joining us. Uh, we are talking about um, the principles of uh, reconciliation, just creating spaces in our work environments, in our society, where we can relate better, especially in our country in South Africa, where we come from different backgrounds, different cultures, but we are operating in same space. Uh, during the day. So how do we create attitudes that will help us to build the spirit of oneness? And the program focuses on building oneness in the nation. And I really just love just what Evander uh, uh, just said, if you've just joined us, uh, just really just uh, delving into the issue of being able to switch positions. Um, it doesn't mean that when you are the leader or you are the manager or you are the head or you are the worship leader or <laughs> you have a position um, of leadership that... Um, you can't take a back seat sometimes to to hear and, and, and listen to another and sometimes even allow others to lead and put yourself in a position of being a student in um, a, a, for a change. There's so much that you gain from that. And we are all talking to each other, growing each other as we become more like him, <laughs> uh, more like Christ. And um, I think I'll just take this time to just go through to the second um, a principle just before we go to the song and that principle is restoring mm, restoring <laughs> that word is work on its own in <laughs> um, restoring what uh, what can we do uh, to redress the challenges that people have faced in creating these work environments of change I think it depends on what the restoration is that we're referring to mm. if it is a restoration of the past we need to surrender Sometimes when I look at the past, Vyokazi, I mm. feel so overwhelmed and I think, are we ever going to be able to restore? <laughs> I don't think we'll ever restore anything, mm. any damages of the past. We can also not restore relationships that um, maybe have fallen apart last week 
maybe yesterday we had a difficult meeting and somebody really annoyed you and really um what is the word um offended you mm. we oh, can't that restore word. that word that's a very bad <laughs> word but it's a real world it's yeah. a very real world yeah. and and i really think when we get to the place where we can replace restoration with surrendering we're going to get far far mm. further with the mm. whole process mm. Mm. Sometimes what does that mean? Um surrendering. Surrendering would be to surrender my right to yeah. be right. Yo, that's big. <laughs> and, and I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> no, none of us. <laughs> none of us are, but there's such a freedom in that and there's so much mm. healing in that. Mm. Um just this mm. morning I had a conversation surrendering yeah. your need to be right. Yeah. And also mm. sometimes we feel it's our right to be acknowledged as the person who is right in this argument. Yeah. And that's what we need to surrender, yeah. which means yeah. are you again, I want to go back to are you willing to relate to me as a student and a teacher at the same, same time? time? We can't do sure. there there is no restoration because restoration starts with the one person speaking and the other one keeping quiet. If we both scream there's no or shot there's no restoration you if i say that big. i feel like give us a minute to let that land you yeah, me too <laughs> <laughs> i've just learned that there were times and i'm going to take it back a little bit further into my personal life and mm. that was many many years ago when my husband committed suicide i remember that the one thing that i would have loved to do is to restore the relationship mm. that we had and i could mm. not do that and mm. i would have loved to restore it so that i could understand why he did it mm. and i think sometimes mm. restoration can become a very forced unnatural process unnatural because we want to reverse what lies behind us and when we talk about restoration only god can reverse that in your spirit if something happened to you and you cannot do anything about it today only god can restore your health and your spiritual health and mental health but that's something you can't do you can't talk yourself into it so restoration is surrendering to the will of god and he is the one that will do the restoration i feel like i can't miss that with anything i will just go to a song and just let that sink in thank you so much second timothy 1 verse 7 for god did not give us a spirit of timidity but a spirit of power of love and of self-discipline. You're listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. Yes, we are back right here on 729 AM on Radio K Pulpit. The program is Show Me where we build a spirit of unity and oneness in our nation and today we're dealing with the topic reconciliation in society just focusing on these uh, four principles not the principles but it's some of the principles uh, that um, we use in rebuilding our nation and rebuilding our relationships. We touched on relating and just be before we went on a break now we spoke uh, about restoring which your <laughs> bandages went so deep there <laughs> i found myself uh, fighting back uh, tears but when we were preparing you, uh, you you really loved that reconciliation definition won't you just read that for us 
Yes, I'd love to do that. It, it's really, it's, it's so, mm. uh, it really encompasses everything that needs to be said. Mm. It says here, reconciliation encompasses a set of principles that when followed, maximize a group's sense of belonging, dignity and respect. Mm. Reconciliation mm. is about building inclusive workplaces where we view each other using a humanity lens, drawing on and learning from our diverse life experiences. Mm. In practicing these principles of reconciliation, we break down barriers and create equalizers in people. More importantly, we increase our moral courage to treat others the way we would like to be treated in the workplace. I love that word, moral courage. Yes. You know, just that ability to... Um, to do things that um, sometimes you didn't even imagine that you would be able to yeah. do. That's where sometimes you recognize the power of the Holy Spirit. It's so true. And, and, and I think what it also says here is, is the whole thing about humanity. Um, the lens that you are drawing from mm. would be the lens of humanity. The fact that when we mm. look at other people, it's through that lens. Through that lens. Um, it's not through the lens of our perceptions of what would be um, fair and just, but it would be the lens that God gave you. When you look at people, you see one of your equals, mm. and you don't see the subordinate, you see the equal. That's mm. the lens. That's mm. So you don't see the position, you see the human you being. See the human being. The and human then you see man. what God sees as well. And that's the heart of God, the lens that you should be asking mm. God to, to just to, clean to every morning. All. Yes. Yeah. And you just joined us and you realize, you know, we said this is the space where we are able to just share our journeys. It doesn't have to be perfect. Right now you are in a position there where you come from a, 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 a stronghold maybe in your family where you really see people in terms of who they are, where they live, what do they have, what color skin they are and all that so we are all in this journey of unlearning in order to learn god's ways of the kingdom ways of doing things so as we continue to journey together under the construction of the work of the spirit in our lives we are all on a journey so if you've just joined us and you realize that this is an area of improvement don't go away we will be praying at the end of the program as we work together towards using the lens of humanity and growing in that in looking at people you have so much to grow especially even you know catch i come from um a culture where um you see sometimes how god prepares you in the background for what you will be doing tomorrow because i've always had that um view that people are people as a result i've been called a, a sellout <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, anything that um, uh, you can mention you mean to say um, that we were called the same thing but for different but reasons you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah where people just feel like yo you dumped us what was yeah. what was that um, I've, I've seen so much in some of the work that I do with companies in building cultures where people say yo we were so happy to see you presenting because we thought yeah you're gonna speak for us now mm, exactly <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the thing it's the it's the other way around yes and um while we are on that we want to move into truth uh, and then we will finish off on uh, acknowledging 
Truth telling, we are right there right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is where we should be. Uh, we should be there all the time, really. Mm. Um, I mean, mm. we're in the environment. Mm. It's a Christian environment, and mm. and I think truth is a is a very strong value that we should have. Mm. My problem is not with the truth. My problem is with um, something that we would say is not the truth completely. It's not the full truth, or the sure, complete the truth. And it's, but it's not a total. It's not really a lie, you know. It's it's like when we. <laughs> it's sitting on the fence. Yeah, it's like when you go to somebody in church and you say, "What I'm sharing with you now is very confidential. Um, I'm not supposed to share it with you, but I'm sharing it with you because I trust you." I need you to Forgetting pray. that somebody else trusted you that you will not share it sure. with anyone. So sometimes we would perceive mm. trust and truth. Um, according to what is comfortable for us. And we would take into our own hands the secrets and the confidentialities and the hurts and the, and the respect of other people. Mm. So the moment somebody would tell me, I don't want you to share this with anyone, I don't know all the reasons why somebody would ask that, mm. but I need to honor the request mm. and the fact that the person trusted me. just mm. want to take one step back because the dignity thing, if I may, uh, Vuyokazi, yes, when we spoke about reconciliation, the sense of belonging, dignity and respect, I think sometimes as managers or as people in senior positions, we forget mm. what dignity is. We forget that we want the respect, but respect will only, it's not something you can force, it's something that you, that you earn. And we've heard that many times, and it's almost mm. like a cliche. Mm. But I do think when we sit down, just to give you an example, I've got many of our African languages pastors who come and record messages here. And one day the one pastor said to me, I don't want to do it in my language. I want to do it in English. And I couldn't understand this. And when he sat in the office with me, he said to me, uh, I asked him, Pastor, why, why, what is this? And I, I mean, I could have and thought. And that's what you wanted it to yes, be. Yes, no, but language. I could have thought, um, mm. are you, are you not proud of your language? Are you, I could have attached a lot of things to it. But because I felt that I had to deal with it in a respectful way, uh, we had a coffee date in my office and uh, I asked him this, why, why, why is this? And he said to me, because I do not only deal with closer speaking youth. I deal with youth over all the spectrum, mm. the broader spectrum. And the following thing he said, my heart is integration. And wow. my heart is that the cultures would meet each other. And the only language I could find that would bring them together is English, because all of them understand that. So he had a bigger picture and a bigger vision. I could have criticized him and I could have attached a lot of meaning Your to something that was assumption. only a good, yeah, it was only a good, uh, a good, idea that he had um, so that's the one thing and I honored him for that and I never questioned it again mm. uh, no matter what I wanted he yeah. had more influence in the choices that he made and I had to honor that sure. also you I would have me just day before mm. uh, yesterday when we were talking with Dr. Ian Hart and we were just talking about just 
how much goes wrong because people you don't have perspective yes so it's important that in your mm. dealings you you always get get the perspective before mm. you make judgment get yeah. the perspective exactly and that is wow. so important because you would you would miss out on the richest sure. and the most valuable contribution another thing that happened is we had a um, um interview uh, we've got a system here where you have to do Excel spreadsheet. You, your program needs to be on it and you need to, the system needs to work that way. Mm. And mm. this is how it's done. And, and then I had two presenters, two different presenters who applied. And the one guy had all the talent. He's got it for, for being on air. He's amazing on air. Mm. But I knew that he would have, a, it would be a difficult time to lead this person. To manage <laughs> to this lead. person, <laughs> yeah. to lead and to manage. And then the other thing was he couldn't work on Excel or Word or a laptop. Obviously, never had a laptop, and that would be obviously the reason. But I saw a lot of talent, and I knew that, that there's so much sure. potential here, and I do not want to miss out on seeing that potential coming, coming forward through. and mm. see this person grow. So we worked around it and eventually we took this presenter on board and he's a star. I can't say wow. who it is, but he, I mean, he's a total star and it's a diamond. It's a gem that wow. we discovered when, and you know me, um, my systems and the procedures are very important just, mm. just to be able to it's manage everything. It's a huge boat. Mm. But pushing that aside a little bit and helping this person gradually to get into it, creating a template, right? All you have to do is you have to fill out the template. If you make a mess of the template, we'll fix it again. Just fill out your stuff there. So in the process, adding onto his bio mm. um, without having to send him for courses and all kinds of things, but just giving this person the opportunity. The and it's the best decision Not we penalized. Yeah, it's the best decision we could make. Wow. That was the one. The other lady... Um, she's on, on emails, but she's not also not on Excel. Honestly, in Excel is not one of the easiest programs to work on. But she's so good in what she does on air. Now, the question I have to ask myself, is she going what to connect mm. to that audience? Mm. And in the end, we only have to convey the message. Mm. The listeners are everything. Mm. They're the most important. And See, it's them that we want to reach. So it's making the full math and looking at the full picture and making sure that in the end we will look at each other and say that we contributed, we were respected, we were we're in a position where we feel that we are equipped and we can move forward. And that to me is reconciliation in itself. Overlooking all the systems and all wow. the everything that's that's cast in stone, mm. moving that apart and say, can we do things differently? Mm. Might not be my own perfect way, but can we do things differently to enable somebody with humongous talent to be able to live out his to or her open calling? The door yes, of opportunity. And I can uh, sense that you are sitting with the dilemma there. Um, you are listening to us. You are at office, at home, in the car. You are in this valley of decisions. The mount, the valley of decision, with your staff. And I think Vanda has just been used by the Holy Spirit right now to bring you the answer. And that is a God answer. An answer of not taking the weaknesses and using them to penalize a person forever.
that we highlight what it is that is the key requirement of the job. If it, in your case, is it communicating with the listener? Whatever it is that is your priority in your office, there you go. Mm -hmm. God is faithful. And I can sense that you are getting the release to take the decision. As long as you, you move by the Spirit, you may not have all the answers. Move by the leading of the Spirit. And I hear the Spirit saying, from what you were thinking about this person, God says, yes. Hallelujah. And we cannot always, you know, training and talent. We have to manage both. We know that the, the whole... Uh, landscape has changed. Mm. We don't employ people only because of their training, mm. uh, because of their personalities, but their talent as well. And that's where we miss it. I mean, all the corporate uh, companies will Misses, tell you yeah. we don't we don't uh, employ people anymore who only has the training. We need to see what the talent looks like, and it's important because we that's a biblical principle. Is what is he going to do with it with the one talent that I that I give him? Yes. But the, the question is also, am I creating an environment where that person can develop his or her talent? When I look at what the, the word says, um, getting back to the truth-telling yes. that you said we should touch on, um, in this diagram it said here, telling about the history of indigenous peoples in Canada. This is one of the um, models that they created yes. here. And I was yes. just want to translate that and to say… Locally. Telling about the history of the indigenous peoples in South Africa. Mm. And when I say indigenous, it is we will really have to get to a point where we, were, where we are not embarrassed about our past, but we will take the gems of the past and build on that. Mm. That's the only not way. Not embarrassed about the past, irrespective. That is your experience, that is your journey, and that is the history. And nothing is going to change yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> we can only and we need to move forward. We need those stories to be told. Um, mm. Truth-telling would also mean, when it comes to reconciliation, would also get to the point or the, the important other side of it is, I will be telling the truth. It will make you uncomfortable. I will, I will be, be telling the truth. It will make you uncomfortable. Yes. So if we say, let's speak the truth, are you also agreeing mm. on being uncomfortable wow. with the truth? And I think that's something that we struggle with also in the workplace. We have a brainstorm. Mm. And now somebody comes and says to you, and I've been in that position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, okay, tell me what is my my style how do i communicate how do you perceive me and then this person said i asked the truth i wasn't okay. very comfortable with the answer the answer said you are sometimes ruthless you are sometimes set in your ways and sometimes you're not sensitive and sometimes you make me feel as only as if only you know what needs to happen wow and I wow. asked the truth and it really hit me against, you know, the forehead and it wasn't comfortable, but it definitely let me grow. And I think yeah. one of the, the great um, teachers in my life is my husband. He's, oh, wow. He doesn't yeah. spare me anything. So <laughs> I would take something to him and he would say, well, what does the word say? What does the scripture what say about this? Say? Yeah. yeah, Let's go to wow. that because that would be the only manual that you can use that will help you convey the truth with love and grace. And the outcome of it will be healing wow. and empowerment. 
Wow, that's big. Wow. Did you hear that? Please just say that again, just before we get to the song. When you speak the truth and it's based on scripture, the outcome of it will be not offense. Let me put it that way. It won't be offense. Mm -hmm. It will be healing, reconciliation and restoration. You're listening to Show Me on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Good day. My name is Pastor Tando Melane. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 p.m. in the evening. I'll be sharing the empowering Word of God, which is my passion and my calling. See you then. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. Yo, I can't just eat that food alone. Yo, Vanda just shared such a powerful scripture and it's just so relevant to what we are talking about today. Uh, as she was just sharing about um, Mark, her husband having sent this scripture today in Titus 2, verse 9, that people shall share. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's verse 1, actually. It, uh, it's verse, he um, gave 9 and I went back a little bit and I, because it's always important to get yeah, the whole context, the context. there. So I read here, Titus 2 verse 1, You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Mm. So he starts off by saying that. And then he says, Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, in love and endurance. And then he goes, likewise, and then there's something that you need to teach the woman. But I think the important warning here is that you need to start with good doctrine, which means... Mm. If you want to be a manager, go back to the Bible. Very basic. If you want to be a leader in church, go back to the Bible. There's no other recipe book. There's no other guideline. There's mm. no other textbook. You can try and do it from your own human wisdom and your experience and your studies that you had and your emotional intelligence. There is a time when this will bite you in the, in the what do we call it, in the heel. Be very careful because... It, it warns you here, likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge, uh, then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign, uh, will um, malign the word of God. Then it says, similarly, encourage the young men. And so it goes on and it's almost like it trickles down Mm, from mm, the top, mm. uh, the hierarchy that it gives there. But I think the most important thing for me there is that that you need to base it on what Scripture says. And then in verse 9, teach slaves to be subject to their masters in everything, to try to please them, not to talk back to them, and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God, our Savior, Savior, attractive. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly, lives in the present age. Amen. Amen. If you look at Amen. the scripture and you wonder, okay, yeah. but what, are, what is he talking about slaves and, and stealing forget. and all of that? <laughs> <laughs> and we know that this is what we do when we are workers, because slaves is basically in the workplace. Yes. When we work, because a slave earns a salary. It, it says here, if you're in that environment, all of these things will apply. 
but you need to as a as a manager or as a teacher you need to facilitate this process that will create integrity character amongst the people working for you sure And if that's not the case the problem is not always the people it could it could be you as a manager yeah <laughs> the fingers may be pointing back in the exactly. challenge right here right now wow it's just so beautiful the god who created the heavens and the earth also gave us the manual for living on that on that earth mm-hmm. and the word of god which we forget sometimes to go to you forget to go to to know that god is god is a solution he's got a guideline and he's got a principle of how to deal with mm-hmm. every situation that we have come across we've come to the time ah we have to do this again <laughs> it feels like nice. we've just done our uh, halfway but the hour is already over can you believe it you, when time flies when you are having fun but today we are having challenging fun <laughs> thank you so much vanda for That's all that you shared uh, today i don't know if you mind um just to bless and just to pray in these areas of relating restoring truth telling and next time when we come back we will finish all the other principles that we'd like to touch on oh, it'll be a privilege father god thank you for who you are mm. for being such a loving father and one who cares about us yes lord thank you lord for overlooking all the things that we don't do in a perfect way according to the principles and the the rules of society but thank you father that you have grace mm. with the things that we do wrong yes and lord. where we do things that offend other people mm. father yes, help lord. us to not take offense from people who say things that we might be uncomfortable with but that we'll always see it as a a, mm. a, a growing point in our lives mm. Mm. a highlight where i learned how to follow where i learned how to forgive where i learned how to love where i learned how to lead yes lord where i learned about passion about grace and forgiveness mm i pray lord for each and every one today that got stuck in the past yes lord i pray lord that we will move forward stronger than ever in truth acknowledging the differences that we have but also embracing the differences that we will respect each other that yes, we will Lord. allow each other to heal and yes. to be restored by your mm. grace yes, and Lord. father that we will relate to those who are not perfect relate to those who don't think the way we think who don't do the way we do mm. but that we will take hands and embrace those differences yes lord thank you lord for a complete restoration in church thank you lord. in society thank in media lord. i pray lord for every radio station in cape town mm. that we will start taking hands all the christian radio stations lord i pray for unity now mm. in the mighty name of jesus praise thank you lord, lord that you trust us with influence thank but we you, pray lord. that you will guide us through your spirit in thank jesus you, name amen 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 and amen that is beautiful thank you so much for joining us especially on the show and right here for being with us on Radio K pulpit we hope you are growing with us we can feel that we are growing we are challenged and tomorrow we will not be the same and we thank you for joining us so we'll see you again same time same place right here can you believe it it's that time of the day it's time to say goodbye we hope you are blessed goodbye mm-hmm. 
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.